Coming to you from the HagmanReport.com studio. Located in the Keystone State, birthplace of a mighty nation, it's your host, Doug Hagman. Welcome, folks, to this edition of the Hagman Report, last day of July 2023. It's Monday, and uh, as usual, if it's Monday, things do kind of go haywire, and they did. But I'm glad I'm, I'm glad to be with you, and I'm glad uh, that you're joining me and us for this very important program. Folks, I'm going to ask you if you recall just a couple of short weeks ago, it seems like a, a year ago, on July 7th of this year, on July 7th, episode number 4478, we were joined by Luke from ShatterOps.org and also by uh, just, a, just a tremendously delightful young lady, uh, Afia. And if you... If you if, if that name and those names ring a bell, I'm, I'm glad because that means you watched that video or, or perhaps you know that from somewhere, know the situation from somewhere else. Today, we have Luke and Afia on again with an update to the case. And what is the case? Afia is the mother of two boys and what she has experienced what she experienced specifically on Jan- on December 20th of 2021 was a state-sanctioned, government-sanctioned kidnapping and essentially child trafficking. What transpired in the in the case of Afia, Jesse and her two children, Jesse Jr. and Asher, is nothing short of government-sanctioned trafficking. The police, the judges in this case, physically forced, at that time, a nine-year-old boy to go stay with a drunk father who liked to suffocate, who liked to hit and otherwise abuse him and his little, little brother, Asher, who was only one at the time. They willfully chose to ignore a, chi- a child who told police, teachers, anyone, begged people, his mother, who was the only one out of a group, well, one one of less than a handful, who would listen, but told therapists, family doctors, and a court-appointed psychologist that he was abused by his father. You're about to see as well some never-before-seen publicly body cam footage of, of the state actually carrying out what I term as an abduction of Afia's two children. But the, those involved in this case from Judge, again, this is based on what, what we've put together from a investigative and research point of view, because you know, look, folks, let me just kind of take it a slight diversion. Sound of Freedom, right? Everyone gets excited about that movie. Well, this is a real life case. These are, uh, as that was, I get it. 
But this is a case that has become personal to me, personal to Shatter Ops, and of course, need I say it's personal because of mom to Afia for her two children. But the case, in this case, the state, they willfully chose to ignore the medical professionals who were reporting Senior, Jesse Senior, uh, as Jesse Jr.'s suspected abuser. They willfully chose to ignore Afia when she told them he, w- he raped and suffocated her, that he was addicted to child pornography, and abused her sons. Folks, I'm, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to beg you, I'm pleading with each and every one who is listening to the sound of my voice or seeing us on this screen. Get involved. And to those people already involved in this case who, who know the true story but have yet to speak for whatever reason, reach down, find your integrity, your character, your courage, and speak out and help Afia. I'm, I'm begging you. This is, as you can see on the screen, this is the state-sanctioned abuse, the story of the state-sanctioned abuse of, of Afia, Jesse, and Asher Noel. With me is Luke from ShatterOps.org. And I would, at this at the onset, I would say this. Afia has essentially been bankrupted. Okay, not actually, but you get the idea right through the legal process. Because powerful Hollywood or powerful California sources... Uh, or people, I should say, have just put her through the financial mill. This is lawfare introduction to uh, abduction. Please send any monetary contributions, if that's what you choose to do, to shatterops.org. But when you do it in somewhere, somehow, make sure you put California case Okay, there's on your screen. You can go to shatterops.org, click a link to donate or give now, and make sure you point out that this is for AFIA, and that is A P P H I A, or California case, or whatever. Um, but make sure that, that, that they know where to put those funds because she's looking at legal expenses looking at other expenses and uh, I'm going to tell you this everything I've seen about this case everything I know about this case this is this is something where you folks out there can make a difference in a, in a number of different ways and that's just one of them but be, rather than me continue I'm going to bring Luke on from shatterops.org who's been working this case and, and you know as um Tim Ballard in uh, Sound of Freedom was, was the tip of the spear, or is the tip of the spear. Uh, Luke from ShatterOps.org is the tip of the spear. Uh, and, of course, the uh, the ones that are hurting, of course, are Afia and her two children, Jesse Jr. and Asher. But, Luke, thanks for coming on. 
Well, well, Doug, as always, man, I appreciate you stepping up and and be willing to to help, you know, shed light on on this horrific deal that, um, you know, as many times as we see it just for the average person to realize, like the injustice that's actually happening in America. Um, I mean, this definitely stems from, you know, in my opinion, a, a corrupt judge, all the investigative work that we've done. And and he, he's been. He's been accused of that well before Afia's case, um, but this guy, um, in my opinion, is is an absolutely corrupt dude. He he he. he are we talking be, about Judge Powell? Or are we talking about uh, Afia's ex-husband? We're talking about Judge Powell here. Judge Powell. Um, okay. He he has been yes. Sorry to 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 be confusing there, but to clear that up, I mean, here's a guy that just completely dropped the ball on so many fronts. It's accidentally. It's 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 it, it's not accidental. Um, at all. Um, he has uh, completely sided with the perpetrator here when the original, you know, um, it started with a, a restraining order that she had against uh, senior. And the fact that this guy ends up in the long run, actually even taking her businesses away from her, that just it's insanity. It has nothing to do with something that he never, he never was a part of regardless. Anyway, he has his own job, you know, working on special effects in Hollywood. Um, and the fact that he pulled off what he did is such an injustice. Um, you know, California needs to, to step up and, and really right. There's a, there's a ton of things to talk about. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll dive in, but, uh, Afia, thanks for being with us. Um, and if you just want to even give a quick recap on, on what's going on and then we will dive in from there. And obviously, um, you know, we just want to help out in any way we can exposure. Um, you know, we need help with with, uh, you know, legal fees for us to be able to fight this with her out in California, um, even civilly, if that comes down to it, that we're going to we're going to we're going to step in and help out anyway. And we we ask that other people do the same thing. And, because and this is By, by the way, here. I don't mean to over talk you, but I don't think I've ever seen you work a non um, um, fatal or non um, yeah well I'll just say non fatal case any harder than this so folks understand this case is extremely important for all of us here and uh, dare I say for you because this this could be one of your children grandchildren nieces nephews whatever so okay Go ahead, Luke. I didn't mean to interrupt and finish your thought and bring it. No, around. that's it. I mean, you know, this is yeah. This is uh. I mean, it's in our lane because because this is what we we just want to help. But yeah, this is you know this is not some of our, our our typical cases. But when we found out about it and and there's just so much evidence and just with a little bit of investigation, finding out that all of this stuff is true. Everywhere we turn, people we talk to, people we interviewed, you know, this is legit. Obviously, you can go to the website um, that we'll put up on the screen and that we've already been up on the screen. And you can look through all this documentation. It's it's not a hearsay stuff. This is actual fact with documentation to back it up and being able to see some of this body cam and just what was done. Um, you know, if you don't have righteous anger, like I, I don't know that <laughs> I can't help you. So, Afia, if you don't mind just jumping in and give give people a recap that, you know, folks that may not have heard uh, the first show, but I would encourage everybody to go back to that. I think we said it was July 7th show. and Yeah, it, it'll be linked in the program description box at Hagman PI. Uh, but there it is right there on your screen. Yes, go back and listen to it and, uh, listen, and make sure you share this with everyone you know. And please, please, please. 
folks. We need your help. We can make a difference in this case. And damn it, we are going to make a difference. Afia, thank you for joining us. Sure. Thank you so much, Doug. I really appreciate you having me on again. I'm so grateful for that. And of course, for Luke um, and his team, just looking into everything. It's been a huge blessing and it's given me hope that there's still good people in the world willing to do the right thing, even at their own risk. And that's a rare thing today, but um, it's a necessary thing and it's a necessary point for all of us to get to. And today it was like a really difficult decision for me, um, but I, I knew it was the right thing to show this body cam footage, um, this um, state sanctioning of child trafficking that happened to my own children who I haven't seen since then in Georgia, in Peachtree City, Georgia, who colluded with the Fayette County Sheriff's Office, along with they just got railroaded um, by the Los Angeles um, DA's office in the Pasadena Police Department, which is a little area of Los Angeles. Um, they just came in here and this, and I really want to bring awareness to this type of trafficking. You know, trafficking is when you're forcing a child um, to be with their abuser um, against their will. And, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words, a video is worth a thousand words. Even I, being his mother, um, Jesse Jr.'s mother, who he's 10 years old at the time, did not, you know, it's my own son and I can feel his pain. But even I did not know the extent of the pain and the desperation that that he went through it. Not in my wildest imagination would it be this horrific. So people have to know about this. When, when I, I'll just interject here and then I'll shut up. But when I watched, we, we have uh, copies, obviously, of the body cam footage of those present who abducted the two children and returned them to, to um, in, in my researched opinion, a child predator based in Hollywood. Um, it was difficult for me to get through. I mean, I, I just... We, and, and thank you for allowing us to show this exclusively at this point to those people unaware of what's taking place out there. And you may look at this, people might look at this and say, well, what did I just watch? What you just watch, folks, is an abuse of the system at the expense of innocent lives. And I'm telling you right now that um, do not avert your eyes. Do not not listen to the dialogue as, as maybe as difficult as it might be pay attention but Afia you're look I thank you because you know if, if I was in your position I don't, I don't, I don't know um, how I would uh, how I would react to, to seeing this um, you know being played again but, but you're, you're, you're a strong woman and uh, I appreciate that. So, so continue. Again, I didn't want to overtalk, and I'm going to be quiet now. So continue, Afia, if you'd like. Sure, yeah. And it, a lot went into getting up to this point 
there were so many injustices along the way. Um, the restraining order was broken. That should have been an automatic arrest. You know, he was driving by my house. He was having people knock on my door, broke into my home, left to um, dead birds. Um, just uh, he was doing all these crazy things that were clearly illegal and we should have had protection straight from the beginning. But instead, what happened was he was able to weaponize the quote unquote legal system um, in order to gather an army of people. So instead of, you know, myself and my sons, um, one person coming after us, we now have multiple agencies coming after us, the police department coming after us with just um, harassment, even my friends being harassed, their failure to protect us, um, led us to flee California in the first place and stay with a really great friend of mine who, you know, I'm unable to speak with because of all this. But I mean, what she's gone through is just unbelievable. Um, as far as this is concerned, um, just on my behalf, but she, yet again, she, she and her husband, Alex are just another one of those rare types of people that are rising up today. And I just encourage everybody to start rising up against this, to stand out for what is clearly right. I know there's situations where, um, you know, pe you know, <laughs> people um, like even judge Powell in court said, I, he, he heard my testimony. He heard my son's testimony through Dr. Diane Kelly. I had like 10 other people ready to testify that he refused to see after Dr. Diane Kelly's testimony because her testimony was so confirmed all the abuse of my older son, um, confirmed me as his protector and just kind of put light into the darkness. And judge Powell just turned around and said that we weren't credible. Basically my son is a liar. And let me ask you this after you see this video, if you think my son is a liar or if you think that's a desperate child that's ready to tell any adult anything and everything out of fear of going back to Jesse senior. It's a real fear and real fear like that. You know, you can't make that up. So in my mind, the video alone should be enough for uh, the right DA to, to open a case, do the right thing, make an arrest, protect us. Um, and I also, I don't know if you want me to go over this now, but I have a, or after the video, but I have a list of everybody. Um, well, probably not everybody because my son, you know, I was, I was told him, if you, if you tell the truth, the truth is what's going to set us free. And I really believed that I started honestly not <laughs> believing it for a while, but I believe that again, and I'm stronger than ever. Cause I see what God has done in this situation and the people that he's brought to help fight this. Um, it's kind of like Gideon's army. It's a small group, but we, we are fighting together and we've seen amazing things happen already, but we still need people to stand up and do the right thing. You know, my, I, I counted just 16 times. These were people that he spoke to initially to his pediatrician after his, um, after I filed the restraining order and Jesse jr's father, was out of the picture for a few weeks. He kept asking me, you know, is daddy coming back? Is daddy coming back? I said, no, he started opening up to me about 
more physical abuse about sexual abuse, including a specific incident he told me about that just broke my heart. Um, I had caught my husband, um, Jesse senior, you know, watching child porn on his phone. And I saw that bleed into our, our real life. He started sleeping at night, you know, only with my 10 year old son, a grown man, you know, um, and, and to be clear, because people are, <clears throat> excuse me, people are going to say, well, gee whiz, why didn't you stop this? And, and you, you, you did everything <clears throat> you possibly could to, to stop what was going on, only to be met by physical abuse, terroristic threats by, um, by your ex-husband. Um, the, the, again, the physical abuse alone being suffocated or almost right. nearly suffocated to death um, right. and other things. And then afterwards harassed to the point. And, and just so people understand, Jesse, the, the father of these children is has got deep Hollywood connections that cannot be understated, I suppose. Um, just so people know that. Uh, so, so, so what we have, just so I'm clear on this, um, you've got, like you just said, you you have a judge who willfully ignored children who told everyone from the police to to to, to the even the judges about what had what is was transpiring the the, the type of abuse uh, they chose not to help um, your sons and sons plural. Um, nor did they care to even invest the police care to investigate um, your accusations of rape or domestic violence that that occurred in your own town between 2016 and 2017. You did everything right. You followed the rules. You and then when seeking asylum and there is such a thing, you fled from that town with your children. Just setting this this body cam footage up, so you fled from Hollywood to area to Fayette County, Georgia, it, it, legally. Actually, may I add, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. There was a law UCCJEA that I could legally flee, and it it was understandable considering I had all this evidence and no one was helping me, and we were still constantly being attacked. Okay. Yeah, and again, I did not mean to interrupt, but I, just so in case people didn't see the first, the, the the first video, the first your first appearance, this is the backstory, and what you're about to see in this footage, folks. Again, don't avert your eyes and understand that. Um, well, I, I'll just let this footage speak for itself, along with Afia. Afia, if you have anything else to add, go ahead. Yeah, just to give some context that, you know, the type of person this is. And, and one thing I'd like to mention that when it got to that point, I was out of there quick. Yes. But I had to do it in a way that I didn't die because I was the only one that was there to protect my children. So I had to do it in a way that was smart. Um, I thought that when I got the restraining order, I would be, you know, I'm dealing with someone, you know, who would suffocate me with a pillow and enjoyed that. And then I caught him doing that to my son. 
one day when he came home drunk. Um, so I had to plan it and be very, very careful and get out as soon as possible. Um, I actually started, yeah, I, I just did many drastic things to get out there as fast as possible. So I just want to make that clear. I mean, I, he was saying things to me like, you know, I am the predator. You are the prey. If you ever leave me, I will destroy you. He was threatening to bury me in the backyard where no one could find me. He was saying he would lock me in the basement um, to hurt me and no one would ever know that I was there. We had one of the rare homes with a basement. Um, he, he blocked, we were doing construction on this big new home. He blocked out all the exterior. He asked our contractor to block out all the exterior exits to the basement in our kitchen pantry underneath the wood floor, like a hidden area was the only place you could access the basement. So there, there were just so many horrifying things. So I just did what I could. And, you know, we're talking, this guy is very successful. You know, his dad, Mark Noel has two Academy Awards. He's on the Academy. He votes for the Academy. Uh, I mean, I'm up against something big here. Um, Jesse Sr. just finished filming the Hunger Games. He was the special effects supervisor on that film. So he has a big position in Hollywood. And it's, it's ironic to me since the Hunger Games is about the abuse of children. So I guess they hired the right guy. But people need to know, like, who this person is. Um, and the funny thing is, he's very charming. <laughs> he's a great he's he's great at deception. He his his main concern is that everybody likes him. And it, it's just very so you combine that with the money and the power and the so yeah it, it was very intense. But I just keep fighting, and as you can see, I'm still fighting. Um, and I think my son, Jesse Jr. got that streak from me because as you can see, I mean, he spoke to many people and he was shouting. I mean, I can speak from experience that it took me almost a year to even tell my closest friend what happened because it's, it's so shameful so that it feels shameful. It's, it's, of course it's not, but it feels that way. So the fact that my son was throwing that all the window, all out the window in desperation to get any of these seven to 10 adults to listen to him, it honestly infuriates me. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 it, folks, this is real life. And, and you know, um, there, there are people who will post memes on the internet um, look, it, that might ra raise awareness, but it doesn't help. Luke is out in the field. I mean, we collectively are out in the field. And in this case, attempting to uh, right the wrongs in this case and take these children who are in danger, their lives are in danger, and uh, reunite them legally with their mom. And we're asking for your help. And perhaps after they watch the body cam footage, what you and I do look, I, I think a lot of this is in body cam footage is not necessarily all there. I, 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 I have to say that that's kind of my takeaway. Um, I, I, I don't think it was edited, but I don't think it was all there, uh, complete, uh, all of the body cam footage. Um, and I also believe that, um, when you watch the, the footage, um, 
I, I think you will see pure desperation, pure fear. If you've never seen fear before on the face of a child, well, watch close because you're about to see it. Um, should we, should we, Luke and Afia, should we play the video now? Doug, let me let me just kind of set this up real quick. Um, you know what what you're going to see here is there's a you know Fayette County guys, Sheriff Department, the lead guy that's coming in. Um, to give him the benefit of the doubt, he doesn't start the the body cam footage until he's already in the house and the kids have already been taken out. So you won't actually get to see that. Um, you can kind of see a little bit of you know frantic commotion. There are three or four Peachtree City police there as well. And then you'll notice a, uh, a female, Jennifer Martin, and a man, Bob Anderson, that is from California that are actually going to be taking the kids. And what's disturbing to me just as a citizen is that I understand that the Fayette County Sheriff's Department just got a, a, uh, a, an order from, um, from the judge. So you, you grant it, you say, okay, we're going to go do our job. Um, but then what transpires um, that they actually call in their report, the kids were taken without incident. Um, the fact that they would say this is without incident and the fact that they didn't go, well, I wonder if the judge understands everything that's going on here. Who's there advocating for the kids at this point? Where is at least Georgia Child Protective Services that's going to be there to kind of comfort the kids and see what's going on? So you got the Fayette County Sheriff's Department, you got a Peachtree City um, Police Department, and then you've got two characters from California that work for the DA's office. There's no child advocate there at all. And to hear what transpires and the fact that these officers aren't even, you can kind of see that there may be one guy that's thinking, hey, what, what's what's going on? But wasn't bold enough to kind of step up and actually say anything and do anything. You know, hearing, um, you know, Jesse, you know, Jr. And, and how it transpires, you know, it's just kind of maddening for them to say that it's without incident. And the fact that, you know, something didn't draw these guys to be like, hey, do we really understand what's going on here? Maybe I'll get on the horn with with, uh, you know, Judge Ballard and saying, hey, this is what's going on here. You know, how do we proceed um, to see that's pretty heart wrenching. The fact that this this goes on. We know the corruption of what went on in California, but then see them kowtow to California, even in Georgia here and not protect kids. Man, there's just another level of, of righteous anger that stirs up. Um on every turn here. So, um, yeah, go okay. ahead and show it. And there's, there's some, there's some moments in here that you won't be able to, to hear a lot, but I would encourage everybody just to kind of bear with us through this. I think it may be along about 10 minutes and just watch closely and just listen closely to what is said and, and how it, how it transpires. And, um, what we will do is if you go to hagmanpi.com, um, there, there, there was a transcript that was made, do I have your permission putting that transcript uh, within the body of the program description? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Doug, thank you. All right, all right. So for those who are audibly um, challenged, we can uh, certainly you can certainly read the transcript as well, but uh, watch carefully. All right. With that, uh, here it is. Take it Say no, 
Talked on the phone. She's on the way here. Okay. I'm trying to get these kids out of here. Sure. Your mom's on the way back. Mom's on the way back. We don't know what kind of car she'll be in. She's not here.
Oh, my mom, my mom is really, it's really nice. It's at the courthouse. Can you just talk to her first? Can you talk to her? Without Please. question. But let's go, let's sit in the car where it's warm. No, I'm not going to sit in the car. No, no, no. Hold out here. I'm Good time. Where's the other kid? Good daughter have to have to go that one. Let me, let me, let me. 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 Uh, you can If she doesn't show up, then they can get her right. Yeah. Oh. We're 10-4 right. You can hold That's cool with you. I mean, once they get the kids in custody, they want to wait for her. Do you want to leave them a copy of this? Or do you want to keep all of this stuff on? Yeah. That's the thing. Because we just basically came here and was... We did 121. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take your bunker off. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. Plenty Probably any minute, we're setting the Home Depot with the family. They'll be coming back in a so white. So the family will be here too. Right. So they'll be coming back in a white um, van. Well, she, uh, and uh, she has already called her. Yes. And that they're over coming back. She doesn't know she has a warrant, so she probably will come back. And she says she's got five judges' orders with her saying that Georgia has jurisdiction. I was like, okay, we gotta go judge Ballard's order this morning saying that we're to do this. So we probably ought to get the judge to get out of it before she's exactly. Exactly. That's, what he's, that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. That's, that's gonna cause the situation. Child lock, child lock, child lock, child lock, child lock. Go, get out of here. Yeah, it's not like it was. Yeah, 60, 70. 
Or 64. I, I, I just don't want to step on people's toes and be working against other people. So Ooh. whatever y'all. Come she on, comes buddy. home, we'll take her. Have the kitchen going. If not, we'll leave you the copy of the That's my concern. Come on, buddy. Put it in dry. Let's go. No one over here. Oh, they're gonna beat, by the time they turn around, they're going to beat the yeah. I'm just glad that I don't know what color in. House costing like four thousand dollars yeah. a month, and it's a one-bedroom shoebox. I know I was worried about that anyway. <laughs> but, uh, kids are gone. <laughs> All right, that concludes the footage. And um, just to be clear, the child at the window, the child who was saying, "Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me." My grandma was mean to my dad, and he hurt me, and he hurt my brother. He would roll over on me. You can read the transcript, but th but there it is in living color. Luke, do you want to take this? Yeah, so, you know, the babysitter was the only one home there, um, and obviously you can hear you know, Jesse Jr. screaming and, 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 uh, you know, it's just kind of heartbreaking to, to, to listen to, um, you know, I can't imagine what a Phil is feeling, feeling right now. Um, sorry, that's my dog going nuts at the moment. Um, but it's just so maddening that all those officers there, they're hearing what's going on for 10 minutes. This deal's going on. And the fact that, not, not a one of them step over there. And again, just to reiterate, there's no Georgia Child Protective Services with them. These are two people who work for the DA's office in California that they're letting just come in and take the kids without question. You know, best case scenario, Judge Ballard got played by the California system and the fact that they never even heard and looked into the case, um, you know, to protect the kids, right? I mean, this isn't even about adults at the moment. This is about the kids and the fact that they weren't willing to do that you know, um, is really just, again, it's, it's so maddening and disappointing. The fact that, um, Georgia just kowtowed to what's going on when you've got, um, if they just would have taken the time to do any investigation whatsoever, there is no way they would have let this happen. Um, and I'm just, just terribly disappointed that, that we're in the situation that we're in. Uh, Fia, would you like to, are you, you okay? You, you want to comment yeah. on this? I'm hanging in there. Um, oh gosh. Um, 
just the things the look i've never seen um a look like that on my son's face so my my son is his best his own best advocate he is clearly i mean uh one thing that i didn't even know that he knew he says you know my dad wants to kill my mom i didn't even know he knew that or thought that he never he never told me that um i'm really really scared you know and he heard overheard one of the officers say you know we're going to take him back to california he screams no 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 um my dad touched my penis my grandma's really mean he's going to kill my mom <laughs> and they're just standing around there those police officers it's the most callous i feel like it's like nazi germany it's like nobody's even and somebody's just like slaughtering the jews and everyone's just standing by and not saying anything and there's this one um he looks of asian descent and i believe he's an investigator for the peachtree city police department i can't remember his name but i think he's an svu director or uh, investigator i could be wrong um i'm not really great at the legal side of things and i honestly i don't care about the legal side of things like no one can look at that video of my son and and there is no excuse there is no uh way to backtrack your way out of that or to say uh, under these circumstances that is okay there are no circumstances on the planet that a situation like that is ever okay and that people can be so apathetic our own law enforcement i grew up thinking that law enforcement was there for us to serve and protect us serve and protect us if not our adults at least our children i mean this this is insanity to me um serve and protect and what we saw here was um really a state-sanctioned kidnapping and and you mentioned the callousness of the officers and, and luke did as well um how they could be talking about home prices and 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 just so casual about it as they witnessed the behavior the the fright the the the, the i mean you the emotion of jesse jr and and and, and his accusations what he said um it fell on deaf ears and and for them not to say wait a minute you know the, are we sure that we're on the right side here are we sure the, the the but but they're part of it in this case they're part of it and every one of those and and notice folks there was nothing blurred out here there were no names that were redacted here okay because the truth is the truth and I want people to know. I want people to see the raw image, of the, the the raw footage of what is going on. And, and folks, this is what Afia is fighting. This is her battle right now. And, and Doug, go ahead, you know, please. Yeah, I mean, and you know, they they wrote this up in the report saying that that's what they call they recovered kids without incident. Well, literally, yeah, yeah. That no, is, no that one is shot the, anyone. Yeah, I guess that's without incident. Well, what's their definition without incident? Exactly. That exactly. apparently that there's no blood on the ground. 
guess my son would have to be shot and or shed blood in order for it to be an incident. It's not enough to scream that your dad touches you, that he sexually abuses you. And it was going to kill you, kill you is going to kill you. It's not enough apparently to write it up. It's not significant. My sin isn't significant. Our children. And and if you watch that video repeatedly, you will see that these officers, they know exactly the game they're playing. They're laughing at me. They're mocking me. Oh, she, because I was the one on the phone with the officer saying, please wait, I have a judge's order. I have the right to a hearing according to the UCCJEA law. I had a right to a hearing that Judge Ballard signed and they're laughing at me. Oh, well, I've got an order from this morning. So I don't know what the legal definition of an entrapment is, but it's like, instead of like doing things in a humane way, they're keeping my sons there as bait. Yes. Wait for me to arrive on the scene. Yes. Yes. Total disregard of their emotional state and their emotional health and just watching them going through severe trauma that they are causing. I mean, exactly. And and I don't think that could be at all understated as opposed to what they did to keep them there unnecessarily long and traumatized waiting for you. And and I'll tell you what, um, we've got we've got a couple of photographs here and to to the individuals, um, plural, who are behind this um, charade, charade, uh, um, we're coming after you too, okay? Um, and you'll understand what I'm talking about momentarily. Let's take a, a break for 60 seconds, and uh, let me thank our sponsor, Policy Genius. You know, it's important to have life insurance right now, It more than ever right now. If you have a family like I do, you need to have life insurance because you, you know how much your loved ones depend on you. And in worst case scenario, you wouldn't want them to worry about money. Policy Genius is there for you. A good life insurance plan like Policy Genius can find for you. It gives you a peace of mind. And if something happens to you, your family will have a safety net to cover mortgage payments and college costs and everything else. If you've already have coverage through work, well, employer-sponsored life insurance it may not offer enough protection. Usually, doesn't, and it won't follow you follow you if you leave your job so let me tell you from personal experience it's super satisfying to be able to uh, to to realize that you have checked off your to-do list having a good insurance policy uh policy genius please policygenius.com um please go there policy genius they know how, how valuable your time is. That's why their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks. Look, I've uh, my uh, uh, close family member, I don't want to tell you who, they use Policy Genius, got a policy within, I think, th- three years, a little, a little shy of three years, um, they experienced the death of the covered person. And um, had they not had this. Uh, insurance, they would have been really living on the street destitute uh, if, if not for family. But uh, thankfully, Policy Genius matched them up with the perfect policy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start just $25 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Think about that, folks. Some op- op- 
some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius is licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best needs or the, the best fit for your needs. They work with you, not the insurance companies, or they work for you, I should say, not the insurance companies. And they work with you to find the best policy. That means they don't have any incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Folks, if I can say another thing in this uh, emotionally packed information-packed episode, policygenius.com. That's the place to go. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find it and buy it. Head to policygenius.com. Click on the link in the description. And uh, when you get there, you'll be able to find, really, uh, get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius, all one word, policygenius.com. And thank you for doing that. Um, all right. Uh, getting back to the matter at hand. Luke, you sent me something. Do, do, do you want to go over the, these images, pictures you sent me? Yeah, not a problem at all. I want. I do want to say real quick, though, just comes to, you know, what went down that morning is... You know, they didn't even have to do it that way. You know, they could have easily just told Afia that, hey, we want to look into your case. We want to hear some more information about it. You know, bring the kids down here. We're going to do an interview. I mean, they could have easily done that and she would have went like, you know, without hesitation. And the fact that, um, you know, Judge Ballard chose to move that way. Um, and then just the callousness of of the police officers with with that actually going on in front of them. They were just kind of like a matter of fact. And uh, the fact that there was there was no one there representing them from Georgia. There's no Child Protective Services or anybody there. There's just two California investigators that work for the flipping DA office in California that we know is corrupt. And they were just willing to just, okay, well, we did it. Um, man, really disheartening. Really disheartening. Yeah. Disheartening is it's actually infuriating when I when 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 you look at that and folks I would urge you to to watch that again in this entire episode I would also humbly ask you from our positions all of our positions here please share this video or share this episode with everyone you know and I would also humbly ask you please understand what's at stake here the lives of two children the the, the cohesiveness of the, uh, the Afia and her two children, um, and the fact that these two children are endangered because of the actions of the, the states, specifically California and Georgia, their actions. Um, look, you saw the raw footage. We're not hiding anything. This is all transparent, and we need to reunite. The objective here is to have the legal reuniting of Afia's children with her as soon as possible. If you're an attorney out there and you saw this and, and you're not touched by this, um, I don't know what's wrong with you, but please assist Afia. If, if you watched The Sound of Freedom and you felt bad about uh, things, this is one case where you can make the difference. And, and you know what? I expect you to. I really do. So, um, Okay, that's I, I really wanted to say that because I, I really think that you know when people understand how bad this <clears throat> this has been and this is for Afia and the children, 
and, and, and I pray for the children every day. I do, and, and I ask everyone out there to do the same, and for Afia, and for Shatterops at large, too, um, because they're so heavily involved in this. They're the tip of the spear on this, as is Afia. Um, pl please keep them in your prayers. But, um, but Luke... Uh, um, yeah, Doug. Before before we even kind of move on too far, because there's a there's a lot of ground to cover. Go that ahead. We could continue. So here, um, just want to just bring up an incident that happened again here in in Georgia. Um, the house that that you just saw. Um, this was days after this event. Um, there was some folks that we now believe not to be the U.S. Marshals. Um, that, that claim to be the U.S. Marshals, surrounded the house, looking through stuff outside, beating on the door, jamming the cell phone of the lady who owned this home. Um, obviously, on their end, trying to look for a FIA, um, but very unprofessionally walking around the house, beating on windows, beating on the door, again, jamming her, her phone so she can't call the cops, um, talking to her those, those same kids through the windows, um, there was, I don't know, four, five, six guys that, that show up at the house. They finally beat on the door so much. She thought the, you know, the door was going to get beat in. So she opens the door to these guys. The first question they asked them is, did you call the police? Then they were wanting her cell phone and she was hesitant to give it to them. So she asked for a warrant. They did not produce a warrant. Just kind of ignored her. Didn't say that they had one at all. Um, so there's just some huge red flags here. One, that's not the way the marshals would typically operate. Number two, they're going to have a warrant if they're coming in to do something. And number three, these guys were actually jamming their phones. Um, and this this particular individual who owned the home has reached out to the U.S. Marshals here in Georgia to ask, you know, for that report and to see if it was actually them. No response. Had actually even gotten the Peachtree City police department as well to reach out to the u.s marshal's service um and they had not gotten back to them either which pretty much confirms that some guys showed up to the house here um you know disguising themselves as u.s marshals and actually the only thing that they gave is you know a picture that i showed you was a business card of a u.s marshal but actually had the phone number scratched out and they wrote a phone number on the back. And in a little research, um, this gentleman's card, it was, was not actually at the scene um, from what we can tell. So, um, you know, this thing, you know, has definitely got a lot of legs and it just seems like they're just mysterious things that happen at every single turn. So, you know, this Hilton guy, you know, doesn't seem like he was one of the guys that was there. Um, so, you know, we're not really sure what went on. We have some ideas, um, you know, some road guys, maybe some some PIs from out west um, working on the behalf of, of the father. Um, but, you know, we know that there's some shady business going on here and uh, we're going to we're going to continue to look into it and, and try to get to the bottom of it. And, and just to add to what you said, based on my investigation here, uh, I, I found three different cases where of, of similar three similar cases where things like that happened where uh, there was this a, API one PI company in particular based in 
Los Angeles, working a lot with Hollywood celebrities uh, or people connected to Hollywood, have done similar things that include violating federal law by impersonating uh, federal law enforcement officers. So um, it gets no answer when you ask the U.S. Marshal Service, hey, was that you guys jamming the phones? Was that you guys you know, breaking down our door almost? Was that you guys? But no answer. Okay, go ahead, Luke. Yeah, no, that's just something we're trying to get to the bottom of. Um, to me, it almost confirms that it was not them. Um, just one by the by the you know derelict and any kind of operational standard. That's usually not how they operate. Um, they're usually you know straightforward dudes. So really pretty concerned about that for everyone involved. That um, you got some some shady operations guys you know running around claiming to be U.S. marshals that. Um, pretty much evidently are not. So, um, yeah, it's pretty concerning. All right. And as we continue this, I want to just say we're breaking away from Global Star Satellite Radio. Uh, and if you want to, folks, if you want to continue listening to this and watching this, go to HagmanPI.com, Rumble, or Brideon. Subscribe while you're there. And uh, you can listen to and watch this continuing coverage of this incident. Afia, what, uh, what do you have to say at this point? Uh, well, <clears throat> just ever since I saw that footage, I just see my son's facial expression in my mind's eye. Just um, constantly, it, it does not go away. It, it's burned in my memory. It will never go away. I I want to point out that, you know, this isn't some outlier of a situation. Those officers knew what they were doing. They knew the game the judge was playing. And it took many steps of injustice until we got to this point. You know, um, Je Judge Powell ignoring Dr. Diane Kelly's testimony, who was the court-appointed psychologist who confirmed all the abuse. And I'm asking Dr. Diane Kelly, call the Ventura County defects uh report something again he's in a new county they're in ventura county um bren chassis who was my son's therapist um my son's pediatrician dr cambu who i believe was the first person to call defects in california you know recommended he, i immediately put him into therapy um she was very concerned to say the least she put him in a group class for children that are all going through sexual abuse she also arranged uh, for Detective Tudich from the Pasadena Police Department, as well as um, a member from DFACS out in California to come meet us to do an interview with my son. Detective Tudich never shows up. So, Bren Chassie, I'm asking you, if you see this video, call Ventura County for me. Continue to report this. Um, my son, I found out recently, spoke to, well, well, actually I knew this and was brought to my attention recently again. Um, my son's very, very best friend, um, his cousin, Joe. My son cried to his cousin, Joe, about and told him, my, my dad is hurting me. Um, <laughs> then Joe went on to tell my, my sister that when they were alone with Jesse Sr., both, both the cousins, my son and his cousin Joe, um, 
Jesse Sr. was making fun of his cousin Joe for telling his parents everything. I mean, these are just huge red flags and just just the cruelty. And to this day, I don't know that that particular thing has been reported. That could open a, a, an investigation in Ventura County. Um, there were domestic violence advocates out here, one in particular that wrote a paper that we have evidence that's on our website. Um, there was Southern Crescent Sexual Assault Center in Georgia. Come on, Georgia. I mean, you guys saw it. We had a, we had a witness coming forward telling us that that my son told just days before this happened, he told Southern Crescent Sexual Assault Center everything that happened. And what did the detective say? Not that it was his decision, but um, oh, we're just not sure a 10-year-old talks like that. Well, how about this video? Are you sure about how a 10-year-old acts? I mean, any casual observer with a brain at all can see, get a really clear picture of what's going on. And in my mind, you don't have to see any other evidence except for that. And so I'm just wondering, what does it take? You know, even prior to this, my son gave his um, testimony to multiple people about how he was suffocated by his father. And he liked to do the same thing to me. So both of us are saying this. So how much evidence do you need even prior to this to get a DA in California to prosecute a criminal, to do anything about anything. If, if we don't prosecute criminals for, for this type of behavior, I mean, we're living in a, a lawless land. It, it has to stop. Uh, Afia and Luke, uh, Luke, I talked to uh, your associate yesterday about this. Uh, I talked to him on Sunday. Um, I'm just going to say this. If not if, but when this case is resolved and it needs to be resolved, this will open up, I believe, um, what needs to be opened up, and that's the exposure to the corruption, to the, um, well, to the corruption uh, that's going on right now, especially in California, in, in that state. Uh, and, and, you know, I've got the, the video of the state senator saying, hey, if you've got kids, and, and I got the video there, but, but folks, you can look it up. The link will be in the program description box. You can watch it if you want. If you have kids in California, get the heck out of California. Flee California uh, is what he said. And this is, part, this is part of the reason he said it, not this case, but this case in general. But I believe that by having a quick, decisive, and... Um, a successful resolution to this case, it'll open up the doors to the corruption and expose the corruption. And this is where you, the listener, the viewer, can come in. And this is what we do, but we're asking for your help. So, Afia, let me ask you, who do we need to open the gates of hell on with respect to emails and phone calls and say, hey, fix this and do it now? Um, who, who would... Who do we need to, to, to call, to, to, uh, to pick up the phone and call and say, look, this is the case, here's the case number or whatever, or here's the name, fix this, or watch this episode, but do something and uh, get these children out of harm's way. Can you give me a few names? Absolutely. Uh, the Ventura County DA's office is huge. 
um, the attorney general. We need to file reports with the attorney general. They're the only ones. The, the problem is, um, as far as prosecuting people like Judge Powell, these corrupt judges, if there's very little, to, there's very few people that are above him that can do anything about it. The attorney general's is off, office is one, the governor's office, although I'm not sure you're going to get anywhere with that, but definitely the Ventura County DA's office, we hear that there's um, some still some good people, some righteous people left in that county. If people just make noise and start reporting this um, and start, start calling in, sending an email with the link to your show, um, that's something personally my team, my people that are helping me are just sending this out to whoever, sending it to a friend, sending it to anybody. Because one thing um, that I felt like God really brought to my mind was, you know, even if you don't know anyone, we all know this is a spiritual battle between good and evil. It's evident. Our whole country, this this is just a side effect of what's happening in this entire country. And you got to be blind not to see it by this point. So you may not have any authority here um, as far as like the earthly realm, but we all know and have people that have authority in heaven, right? As it is on earth. And I'm asking those people, those intercessors, um, those prayer warriors to go to battle for my situation and for all of our kids, all of our kids, they're coming after our kids, right? How do 85,000 children go missing at our border and nobody even knows where they are. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, so we're, we're wondering and thinking, oh, this is a crazy situation. This is an outlier. No, it's not. This, this is a, this is an effect um, from what's from all these other things that are going on. And so if you can take action, absolutely take action. But if you're sitting at home and you can pray, then pray and take action somewhere in your own backyard. Um, I'm just just calling out to God's people for that. We are in a dangerous situation. It, I started to realize that over COVID. Obviously, my situation is um, a perfect expression of the situation that our country is in. And we all need to we're in a spiritual battle. We need to put on our armor, um, our ostensible honor armor, and just really go to battle with the Lord. God is on our side. These are our children. You know, these are like they say when they're talking about the sound of freedom, God's children are not for sale. God's children are not, you know, commodities to be pushed around by the legal system. These are children. These, this is Jesse Jr. This is Asher. This is you. These are your children, too. And I just, oh, I don't know. And, and, and I want to be clear. This is not um, some sort of wayward custody battle. Okay, that, that's not what this is. This is child endangerment, um, exponential child endangerment. This is corruption that that we need excuse me we need to expose and i believe that that um uh, knowing what i know of and having to gotten to know afia um i, I her testimony is is so incredible and she is such a brave honest and christian woman um i'm telling you folks we need to help in this case, in this case especially, will 
open the, the, the Pandora's box, um, I believe, to the corruption that's going on. And by the way, Judge Powell on uh, Ballotopedia or uh, the, um, the, there's a website out there that rates judges. He rates just above pawn scum. And my, and my apologies to pawn scum in terms of his performance on the family court bench. Now, uh, he's no longer there, and there it is there. Um, you can go through it, folks. The link will be in the program description box. But um, there's the man behind uh, this decision, as wayward as it was and as dangerous as it was. You got to wonder uh, what's going on in that man's head, but that's just me. Uh, Luke, to you, sir. Yeah, I mean, really, I'm glad you, you brought back up Powell because um, in, in the things that we looked into in the investigation, I mean, this dude is an absolute um slime ball map in my opinion um the dude is a you know uh, a perv he's been accused of um mishandling family cases um well before this case um so this is not new to him um he has since been moved and transferred to i think uh you know criminal court because of his disaster record on in family court um which brings to my attention if it's so bad why would California not take a look at everything that all the cases that he's he's ruled on so far? Um, I think that's a that's a big step. You know, California, you know, the white hats that are still left, you know, they're trying to push some stuff, especially with this movie and a little bit of momentum going that they're actually going to push back against some of this child trafficking. One of the biggest issues is corrupt judges in California. And in my opinion, this guy falls into that category 100 percent probably deserves to be behind bars himself just based off of all this reviews and the things that have happened. I mean, this guy, even in one case, stepped across um, into Canada to pull a kid back out and pull him back into California. And like we've said before, this isn't the first time we've heard of issues with California. Um, we've had one years ago with with some stuff happening where they almost did the same exact thing in Alabama. And the, the, the guy that actually got custody of the kid was not even the father. Just insane stuff by a corrupt system in California. You know, Afia knows, I forget how many, like almost into the teens and 20s of other cases um, of very, very similar situations. And a lot of them were done by Judge Powell um, and a lot of them just by other corrupt judges. So if, if California is going to get a hold of what they say, they want to right the ship, these guys that seem to be fighting for justice and righteousness if if hopefully that is left in america you know this is kind of a call out to any of those guys in the in the senate and the state house and anybody left in the legal system um we need to expose these these corrupt judges and uh they need to be the ones prosecuted in this case is a start and and folks get involved i'm asking you i'm begging you get involved call the ventura county da's office call the california attorney general general's office alert them to this case it's got to be fixed it's got to be rectified lives are at stake here it's not again it's not a domestic quarrel this is a situation where, where lives are at stake in the the uh, I, I i just have to commend afia for your bravery your courageousness and while under this duress, you're thinking of others as well. 
and for that I commend you. And, and you know, uh, if you were my daughter, I would be just so proud of you for what you were doing and standing up for your children. Um, you, you know, you're just you're just a a remarkable woman with a lot of strength and a, and a godly woman. And I and I'll tell you what, um, there's a reason for whatever's happening here, but we need to fix it. We need to fix it together. And we need to fix it right now. So I'm. I, I, this is a rally cry for the troops out there watching and listening. Please do what we ask. Please do it now. And let's make a difference. You can make a difference. We're trying to make that difference. And Afia, boy, I'll tell you what. Um, the, the, the day, I, I will rejoice the day that you uh, have your children back in your arms again. Um, so closing thoughts, Luke and Afia, in that order, closing thoughts. Yeah, I mean, again, having that call out to people out in California, I mean, we needed a, you needed a criminal defense lawyer. We need even some civil guys that are willing to go after this thing if, if we're not going to be able to get anything done on the criminal standpoint and not get some of these just absolute corrupt judgments that this Judge Powell has made in this case. I mean, they're just horrific. And there's not just one or two. I mean, it is absolutely mind-blowing. You know, some other judges that I know have looked at it and they're like, this is this is the most bizarre thing I've seen all the way down to taking her businesses away from her, which is just crazy. And her not having the ability to, to have some funds to be able to fight. So we need some people in California, criminal defense. We need some people that are willing to, to step up with just some civil stuff um, to help a feel you know, help out this case with, um, a fella. And, um, you know, we're just asking that, that people step up. If you know somebody say something, uh, we need to just shed light on this darkness. And that's exactly what it is. It's, uh, they don't like to be exposed. They don't like this information out there. So again, Doug, we, we are so appreciative that you're willing to shed light on this darkness because it really is really dark. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. This is only, this is only one piece, but if we can use this as a catalyst to help, uh, light a fire and get some things done, um, you know, uh, we, we Amen. hope that that's the case. Amen. Uh, Fia? Your closing thoughts and anything that we haven't covered that, that you feel is necessary to cover. Sure. Yeah. One thing that comes to mind is uh, if there was somebody from DFACS in that video, well, that's just ridiculous. Um, I don't know if there was or there wasn't, but um, I do know that Jennifer Martin, who's the blonde in that video, she's the investigator um, for the DA's office in Los Angeles. I actually spoke to her on the phone a couple of times. And one of the first things she said to me was, I'm not the judge. I don't wear the black robe. Um, I, can't, I can't make any decision here. That isn't for verbatim, but that's pretty much what she literally said. I'm not the judge. I don't wear the black robe. Detective Tudich warned me. He said to me one time, I told you not to go against this judge. I'm thinking, what does that mean? I'm not going against a judge. I'm fighting for my son. I, you know, like my son's in danger. I'm not a rebellious person that's going to go against authority for no reason. That That is not my heart. But what do you do when you can't get justice? What do you do when your children's lives are in danger? You, you follow God's way. You follow God's law. Another thing that's really on my mind right now is um, if there's anyone in law enforcement or they call it DCFS out in California, if you go question my son... Um, 
I just ask that you get them immediately away from that household um, and make sure his brother, little Asher's with him. He loves his brother. And if he thinks somebody's going to hurt his brother, he won't say a thing. Um, at this point, it's actually dangerous. You know, when you're living in a household of abusive people, abusive grandparents, Mark and Sharon, who raised Jesse Sr., are now raising my children. Do you, and my son is smart. Don't expect him. It can be foolish to speak if you have no safety. We've learned that for two years in this process. In my mind, this video is enough evidence. I'm just worried about my son at, at this point. Um, if you attempt to speak to him, please just let him know that I love him. Let him know that um, I'm still here. His dad did not succeed in making me disappear, nor am I unsafe. Um, I'm very safe with many people that care about me and care about my kids. And if he knows, if somebody could just tell, tell my brave, brave guy who in his rant, in his cry out for help, not only is he crying for his own safety, but one thing that really touched me was he cried. He, he defends his little brother. What 10 year old is in that moment of trauma defending his little brother. I mean, that just speaks just if you want to get into my son's character, like that's who he is. He loves his brother. They're eight years apart. He loves his brother. So he's crying out for his brother. He's even crying out for me. I mean, I feel honored to have a son like that, that cries out for me in his moment of need. When I should have been the one there for him, but I couldn't be there. But I still believe there's good people. I still believe there's spirit-filled people in positions that can do something about that. We cannot give up. We cannot give up. And I believe you're right, Doug, that this could be the rock that we pull out of the mountain that, you know, is the catalyst for the avalanche. And it just all comes out. It, I, let, I think so. Let's make it all come out. Let's let it all come out into the light. Let's look at this and not be afraid. Let's chase them down instead of them chasing us. The good guys should be chasing down the bad guys. Bad guys. The light should be chasing down the darkness. That's our job. You, you folks, you see why I, I love Ophia, I'm telling you. Uh, it, wow. You're exactly right. And uh, I, I thank you for, uh, look, I know it was tough for you to sit through what you sat through. I know it was tough to, re to recount and recap the things that you did today, but you did it. I appreciate you. And folks, in that spirit, I ask for your help. And uh, you, you, we just went through the ways you can help. And you know what? Funds are short for SaveThem.org. Funds are short for AFIA. So if you want to assist, if you can't do anything else, if you want to assist in that fashion, uh, SaveThem.org, donate. And also make sure you mark it for AFIA. That's A-P-P-H-I-A. -P -P or, or I'm sorry, what did I say? Uh, thank you. Okay, shatterops.org. Uh, yeah, I was with uh, 
to save them the international counterpart that Shatter Ops yesterday. Uh, so my apologies. Shatterops.org. And make sure that you mark the funds for AFIA uh, or California case or make it known that that's where it's to be uh, uh, used for. But, uh, but AFIA, thank you so very much. And uh, Luke, thank you for doing what you do. But AFIA, you're, you're fearless, and I thank you for being fearless. Thank you so much, Doug. I, pr- I appreciate it more than you'll ever know, probably. <laughs> well, we appreciate you. And uh, I'm just so sorry and heartbroken that, that you have to go through this. But you know what? Uh, we're going to come out of this. You're going to come out of this, I think, a lot stronger. And uh, there's a purpose behind this. I don't know what it is yet. But I think, well, I think it is to uncover the uh, massive corruption out there. So thank you, Afia. I appreciate you. Thank you, Doug. All right. Luke, I appreciate you as well. You're doing a yeoman, I mean, just a tremendous job with everything Shatter Ops. Uh, Russ would be proud, and uh, I know I am. Well, thank you, Doug. Thank you and Eric both for all your help, and uh, thanks for stepping in and shedding some light on this. And, uh, mm-hmm. man, we got your back, and uh, we know you have ours. Thank you, sir. God bless you both. Folks, that'll do it. Overdrive with the Hagman Report on this final day of July 2023. Let's make a difference, folks. You can do it. God bless you. Have a great day.